bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobiel. Revelation, inspiration, interpretation, illumination, application. Mosesites, we are Christians. We are named after Jesus. Get your copies of God Has Spoken by Dr. Mensah Otobiel. Available in five-pack audio series. Contact Auto Bookshop Christ Temple now. 233-302-688-000 or email autobookshop at centralgospel.com And now, today's word. Alright, I'm, I'm doing part two of my message uh, titled God Has Spoken and this the subtitle is Inspiration. Last week we looked at special revela- or revelation and we talked about different kinds of revelation. Today we're going to look at inspiration. Inspiration. So let's start with some definitions uh, to understand what we mean by inspiration. So what is inspiration? The word inspiration has different meanings to us. For many, it means to be stimulated to do something. When a musician uh, writes a song, sometimes they will say that they were inspired to write a song. Or an artist will say that he or she was inspired to paint. Now when they say that, they mean that they receive a mental stimulation or something triggered something inside them and they went out to do their music or to paint or a great idea came to them. However, when we talk about inspiration in the context of God's word, it goes beyond just being stimulated. The word translated inspiration in the Bible, and we'll encounter that word very soon, uh, there is actually only one time that it occurs in the Bible. It means to be God-breathed. God-breathed. In a real sense, it means that the scriptures were breathed out by God and breathed in by the writers of the scripture. So God breathed out his word and they breathed it in. So literally, God expired his word and they were inspired by his word. His word came out of him and they took it in. So word inspiration means God breathed. God breathed. Something that God breathed out. He breathed out his word. So in a technical sense, and I've tried to break it down a little so that we can or get it. Inspiration means God's influence on the human writers who brought his revelation to man. God's influence on the human writers who brought his revelation to us. God used the language of man to give us a divine revelation. So when you take your Bible in your hands and look at it, it is a word God has breathed out, which has been breathed in and written. 
in human language for us. God could not speak to us in a heavenly language because we wouldn't understand if he spoke a heavenly language. So God had to speak to us in an earthly language and through our human context and human experiences. So uh, if, if, you, if you were a human being and you wanted to give a revelation or a message to ants, you couldn't stand here and tell them, ants, please walk, walk in a straight line because ants don't understand English or Fanti or Chi or Gang. If you were going to speak to ants for them to understand, you have to become an ant and communicate to the ants in their own language. So when God in heaven wanted to speak to us, he had to come to our level and speak to us in our own language. The Bible is not in a heavenly language. The Bible is in human language. God's influence on the human writers who brought his revelation to us. For God to bring his revelation to us, he chose people from different works of life and inspired them. He breathed into them. He didn't dictate words to them, but he breathed his word into them. And each writer was helped by the Holy Spirit to pick the right words and idioms available to him to relate the story of God's dealings with man. In other words, it means that if somebody was a shepherd, he couldn't speak like a lawyer. So if God chose a shepherd as the, as the vessel to carry his word to us, the person will speak the word of God like a shepherd. If God chose a lawyer, the person will speak like a lawyer. If God chose uh, a farmer, they will speak like a farmer. If God chose a king, they will speak like a king. If God chose a philosopher, they will speak like a philosopher. They will speak within the language they know, but the words they used were picked by God. And that's very, very important. And when you read the Bible, it's very interesting that the Bible was written by over 40 different people. God used over 40 different people from different walks of life, in different contexts. Some of them were shepherds. Some of them were farmers. Some of them were tent makers. Some of them were doctors. Some fishermen. Some were priests. Some were philosophers. Some were kings. Despite all these differences, and the fact that the writing took about 1,600 years, it is remarkable that you pick that one book and the message is one. That in itself is a testimony of the uniqueness of the Word of God to us. Each writer spoke from a different point of view and we're going to see a lot of that today. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse verses 16 to 17 is the Bible's own witness or testimony of itself. The Bible has a testimony of itself. It makes a claim for itself. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 to 17. And we read these words. It says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God 
by inspiration of God. That is the word God breathed. It was breathed out by God and breathed in by the writers. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That is what the Bible says about itself, that it is inspired by God. The Bible says it is an inspired volume and it's inspired by God. Now when we talk about inspiration, the uh, theologians will say there is verbal plenary inspiration. Verbal plenary, very big words, but with very simple meanings. So what, what does the Bible, or what is meant when we say that there is verbal inspiration? Verbal inspiration means that every word in the Bible is God-given. Every word. De, eh, is. Every word is God-given. God guided the speakers in the choice of words. And every single word in the Bible is the very word of God. God guided them to choose the right words. That is why in interpreting the Bible, study of words is very, very important. We take care to study the word. Particular words, whether it's a plural, it's a, it's a singular, uh, it's a past, it's present, and whatever tense. But when we say verbal inspiration, we don't necessarily mean the English. We mean verbal inspiration in the original languages. And that's very important. Each one of us has a Bible. Some of us use the old King James Bible, the, thou, whence, whither. I use the new King James Bible. It's a, it's a more modern version of the old man. So I like the new King James Version. Some people use new international versions. Some people use uh, other uh, versions which are not versions but paraphrases because some people use like today's English Bible and uh, it is like a summary the other versions the main versions like the um, American Standard Version and so on they go to the original words and then they try as much as possible to bring those words into English if they translate it to Fanti, they'll bring them from the Hebrew or the Greek to Fanti. If it's in Ga, from Hebrew or Greek to Ga. But as with every translation, there can be little differences. So we have versions of the Bible. The original has no version. The original is one. But as it goes into different languages, it's translated a little bit differently. So when we say that the Bible is verbally inspired, it means the original language is verbally inspired. I hope you get it. Uh, and so when you look at your King James, and it's very different from another version, you don't say, well, if it's inspired, why are the words different? We're not talking about the English or the Ga or any other translation. We're talking about the Hebrew and the Greek. The original languages are verbally inspired. Everybody say verbally inspired. Now, it means that if you're going to really understand the Bible, you have to pay attention to the words in the Bible. 
Then we say that not only is the Bible verbally inspired, but the Bible is, is inspired plenary. It has plenary inspiration. Plenary inspiration. Now, the word plenary means all. It means all. It's a nice word, but it simply means all. So it, when we say plenary inspiration, we say that not only are the words inspired, but everything in the Bible is inspired. All scripture is inspired by God. All, not some. Very, very important. No part of the Bible is less a revelation of God. From the list of genealogies to laws to prophecies and doctrines, every part of the Bible is inspired. Have you ever started reading the Bible and you read and so and so begat and begat and begat and then you, you turn the pages over? Have you done that? Or you're reading the book of Leviticus and you say, watch this and watch that and don't watch this and watch it this way. And it repeats, seems to be repeating itself. You say, this one is boring. I can't get it. Then you, you turn over and then you go to the Psalms and read something nice that speaks to you. Now, the list of genealogy is inspired. Every part of scripture is inspired. Every part. It is verbally inspired. It is plenary inspired. It is inspired in word and every part of it is inspired. The whole volume is inspired. The whole volume was breathed out by God. So when you take it, each part, it goes speaking to you. Each part. He can speak to you from begat and he can speak to you from the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Don't just keep, you know, some people just read the Psalms. Just read the Psalms because it is very personal. Uh, uh, it speaks to them very directly. And they never read other parts because they don't get it. The fact that you don't get it doesn't mean God is not speaking. He's speaking through the begets and you have to get it. You have to get it. All right. So, so when we read, look at the scripture, each part serves a purpose in God's revelation to us. It is like a sentence. The Bible is like God's sentence. And every sentence has got different parts, isn't it? You have verbs, you have adverbs, you have nouns, you have pronouns, you have adjectives, you have prepositions, you have conjunctions, you have uh, uh, interjections, past tense, present tense. Now, if you don't manage it well, and you don't know what these things mean, your sentence can be very awkward. It's like saying, I am too very happy. Now, very has a different form of language, and it is used to qualify a noun. Is that not so? It's an adjective. So, you, and, and, and two is, a, it could be a conjunction. And, and you can't add an adjective to that. So, when you read the Bible, it's the same. Each part of the Bible is God giving us a sentence. And you have to understand each part and what God is saying through each part. It's a very specialized way of speaking to us. God uses historical narratives, legislation, poetry, music, drama, prophecy, parables, and letters 
to tell us his sentence and the word he has for us. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 20 to 21 says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. If the Bible is inspired, then you can't interpret it just any way you want. The Bible says that they were moved. And uh, the, the, another translation of they were moved by the Holy Spirit will say they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moved them and carried them uh, so that they could see God's word, hear God's word, and record God's word authentically from God, but in a human language and in their own language. Revelation, inspiration, interpretation, illumination, application. Get a deeper understanding of God's word with God Has Spoken, a landmark teaching by Dr. Mensah Otebil on how to relate to the scriptures. When you study the scripture, the most important and the most authoritative basis for interpretation is the life and words of Jesus Christ. We are Christians, not Davidians. We are not Jeremiahites. We are not Paulites. We are not Abrahamites. We are not Mosesites. We are Christians. We are named after Jesus. Get your copies of God Has Spoken by Dr. Mensah Otebil. Available in five-pack audio series. Contact Auto Bookshop Christ Temple now. 233-302-688-000 or email autobookshop at centralgospel.com Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.